This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you, whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives. You'll find it all here. Hatfield in Pretoria is a favorite among university students looking for a good time. Home to bars and nightclubs, it's a revelous dream. Or is it? Beneath the bright lights and loud music lies a sordid culture of underage drinking and violence, making it every parent's worst nightmare. And amid the lawlessness, one establishment stands out. A club with an innocuous name, but a brutal reputation. Lorenza Eckhart has this story. In a dark and deserted alley, a man paces up and down, helpless to save a fatally wounded friend. He's made a rudimentary bandage and frantically looks around for assistance. Moments later, his friend lies dead on the pavement. It's a narrow row of buildings spanning the length of a street block in Hatfield, Pretoria. It comes to life as night falls and the city empties of office workers, replaced by students in search of loud music and cheap drinks. Gaudy signs light up, the bars and clubs open their doors, and the partying begins. The city's entertainment hotspot, it's known simply as The Strip. But hidden just beneath the surface of the neon lights and vibrant nightlife lurks a much darker side to the story. A place with a reputation so notorious, some have called it Pretoria's nightmare nightclub. All these cases are linked to Latinos. Why is there no investigation? Why is there no follow-up? Stay away. If you love your life, stay away. Yes, it's cool to go clubbing, but do it in a other place where it's safe. Violence is common across the strip. Brawls fueled by a toxic mix of testosterone and cheap liquor. Police are an almost constant presence. The dreaded Latinos Bistro stands out. It's right in the middle of the strip, a prime location with a sordid reputation. Anything that can happen, or does happen at Latinos. It's owned by Nazir Pascal Kassi. In our time on the Strip, we hear that he rules with an iron fist, with help from a team of often violent bouncers. For protection, this man asks us to hide his identity. We'll call him Matthew. He's witnessed the violence and chaos Latinos has developed a reputation for. Tell us about Pascal. Okay, so Pascal is uh, originally from Algeria. Uh, he came here in South Africa 
two years ago, and he's married to a South African lady. What kind of an establishment is Latino's Bistro? So you go there to drink, or you go there to party. I can't say where or how you'll end up being the next day. It's an image at odds with what's portrayed online. The social media posts paint a pretty picture, but take a closer look and you'll find dozens of complaints about Latinos. And it reveals an altogether more sinister side to the club. But finding people willing to speak out, to shed light on how and why the club has such a fearsome reputation is hard. Few appear willing to take the risk. This man, who we'll call Mark, isn't surprised. There are many clubs on the strip. What makes Latinos stand out? Well, mostly it's the assault and the fighting. Uh, either the bouncer throwing out someone and beating them senseless until there's no movement. Um, or you'll see uh, students just arguing on each other. And the next moment the bouncers will come in or, or the Latino staff will come in and just beat everyone. Please be warned. Spike Go to this path there. Drunk, underage teenagers. to the ground and pulled by her hair by the bouncers. Just a few weeks ago, Mark says he saw a patron brutally attacked by Latino staff, while Pascal looked on. They started just beating this one guy. Started beating him, then they stabbed him. There was lots of blood. I will never forget the amount of blood. Onlookers, including Mark, were convinced the man was bleeding to death. Not that his attackers appeared to care. And they left, just left him there on the side of the road and walked off as if nothing happened. Luckily, an ambulance arrived fast and they took the guy and literally think he saved his life. This wasn't an easy story to tell. We've come across allegations of drug use, rape and even murder. No wonder then that many of the victims we spoke to were simply too scared to come on camera, even when we offered to hide their identities. But Jared Frimmel refused to be silenced. He's a local ward councillor. Going to Latinos, uh, they say their children walk in, they want to go and have a drink or socialise, and they're intimidated by the bouncers, they're intimidated by, by the, the, the people who work behind the bar. And all they, do, they say they're doing is they, they look at them funny or they bump into them, and now suddenly they get assaulted or they get thrown out of the club. But as our investigation uncovered, those are the lucky ones. It's Sunday, the 29th of May, 2022. Leaked CCTV footage is from a camera mounted outside Latino's front entrance. Two men are pushed through a crowd and into the club. It's 19 minutes to one in the morning. The first man is held around his neck. He's been stabbed in the leg and is bleeding profusely. A police statement would later claim his attackers are unknown and that he was stabbed in the street a short distance from the club. It's not known why the victim, as well as a man who appears to be his friend, were taken into the club. Behind them is a bouncer who works for Latinos. It's the start of an incident that ends in tragedy and remains a mystery to this day. 
The Latinos has, has quite a, have got quite a few bouncers. So you've got these very, very big guys. So you'll always see them outside the front of Latinos. And whenever there's, there's violence, you'll see them involved. A camera captures an alleyway behind Latinos. It runs the length of the strip and is deserted. At 17 minutes to one, two of the men who allegedly dragged the stabbing victim and his friend into the club are seen leaving through a back door. They're with a security guard who arrived in the alleyway a few minutes earlier. Now, the two people that brought the victims in are walking away the back alley, walking down away from Latinos. Seconds later, the stabbing victim is dragged into the alley by the bouncer seen following them earlier. In this footage, you see Pascal, and that's with the second victim. He's talking to him, and then Pascal goes inside. Apart from his companion, there appears no interest in helping the wounded man. Looks like he's pleading with them. Correct. Ignoring the pleas, the gathered men appear anxious to get rid of the blood. Now they've got a hose and they're washing away the blood from inside Latinos. You can see the trail of blood leading to the body as Correct. well. And now they're attempting to just simply wash it away. It's not the only incident that's brought us here. Latinos' reputation extends beyond moments of unbridled violence, and our investigation reveals why. They sell alcohol to underage kids. Underage children always manage to get in. Violent place with corrupt bouncers in Hatfield. Drink spiking, date rape drugs, we've all read the headlines. But for one mother, what she'd only previously seen in the news became an horrific reality earlier this year. Worried about the consequences of speaking out, we've hidden her identity and called her Sandra. Um, she's a typical teenager. She's quite sporty um, and she loves socializing with her friends. Sandra's teenage daughter was supposed to be at a sleepover, but she and her friends had made their way to Latinos instead. Um, so they went without our permission, without our knowledge um, that evening. They got in there somehow, I'm not sure how they were let in. Um, and they were given alcohol or they bought alcohol. Tragically, a fun night out ended in trauma. A drink was spiked and after um, she got separated from her friend. Um, she was taken to a location close by and she was sexually assaulted. Her daughter remembers very little about that night, but sometime after 10 p.m. she became another statistic, allegedly drugged and raped. We obtained CCTV footage showing Sandra's daughter arriving at a nearby guest house. Witnesses say she'd left the club with an adult male who, it's alleged, is often seen at Latinos. And it's here, drifting in and out of consciousness, that she claims she was raped. Despite telling her parents, she chose not to report the assault to the police. 
she's definitely anxious and scared. Um, she's told me that um, she knows that they are dangerous people. If we look at the Brooklyn police station in particular, can you tell us a bit about the crime statistics, how some of these serious cases are investigated and, and do they ever go to court? So there's a no high number of cases of rape, of common assault, common robbery, uh, assault GBH. All of these different types of cases have been opened. But then when you speak to some of the victims and you try and say, well, have you been assisted? Is your case being investigated? They come back and they say, no, they're not getting any assistance or the case is still being investigated two years down the line. And there's no better evidence of that than the events of that Sunday morning in May 2022. At 9 to 1, eight minutes after being dragged into the alleyway, the wounded man's pants are removed by his friend who uses them to make a tourniquet to try and stem the bleeding. For the next 21 minutes, the victim is clearly in agony. When help eventually arrives at 16 minutes past one, he is dead. Police from Brooklyn later arrested one of the bouncers and the security guard. They were charged with murder and defeating the ends of justice. But both were later released and the case has stalled. This club is run by Bouncers are constantly fighting for no reason. Pascal declined an interview, but in a letter from his attorneys, strongly denied all the allegations against him and Latino staff, including that underage persons are allowed in and are sold alcohol, or that an incident of spiking and sexual harassment happened on his premises. Nor, he says, was he, his staff or management made aware of the allegation. On the stabbing incident and events captured in the alleyway, Pascal says his management assisted the Brooklyn Saps with information and in identifying the suspect. He says one of his bouncers called an ambulance and in trying to assist the victims was arrested. The MPA declined to prosecute and he was released. So are the police doing enough to protect the unsuspecting youngsters visiting places like Latinos? We asked them for an interview, but they declined. In a written response, the police said most of the cases reported at Latinos between January and May this year have involved charges and countercharges between patrons and bouncers. All suspects were arrested and appeared in court. But Matthew says those are only the cases the police are aware of. They are so afraid of, of, of repercussions by Latinos that they simply they don't want to go to the police. Despite what the police told us, Pascal said none of his staff were aware of any attacks on Latinos' patrons and denied that either he or his members were party to it. Amid confusion and political meddling, institutions looking after Gauteng's most vulnerable could be robbed of vital funding, with devastating consequences for the people in their care. Thanks for listening. Why not share Carte Blanche, the podcast, with family and friends, even those living overseas? 
They can find us on Spotify and all major platforms. <laughs>